This is episode 46 of Spiritual AF with Pixie Rose, the podcast for people going on their spiritual journey, knowing that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. Before we dive into this episode, I wanted to share with you that I am a Beauty by BB ambassador. Beauty by BB is the most beautiful skincare range I have ever used. It is all vegan. There are completely no toxins, no chemicals within these products. The packaging is all made from recyclable material and can be recycled. And honestly, it is beautiful and my skin feels amazing. So if you would like to check out this amazing skincare range, whether you would like to get the whole kit or whether you want to try the beautiful pink face mask or the rejuvenating cleansing rose water check it out my shop is in the show notes so just go into there and check it out for yourself you will absolutely love these products Welcome to episode 46. I'm your host, Pixie Rose, and for this episode of Spiritual AF, I'm going to be discussing reframing language. So I'd like to cover a little bit of some neurolinguistic stuff, a little bit of landmark conversation, and just how can we communicate better? This, you know, how can we speak so that people can hear us? I really believe that the English language is flawed. I'm a really wordy person. Like I absolutely love words. I love to write. Like I'm all about that. But the English language is really flawed, especially when you do look at um, other languages. But also in terms of communication, the way that we are communicating currently with all people in our lives is really ineffective and I think that there's better ways that we can do things. I think we're evolving as these spiritual beings where you know our minds are evolving and there's a way that we could communicate better. So I just did it right then. <laughs> but there's like there's certain words that I I kind of feel like <laughs> it we don't even need in our English language anymore. And I'm going to go over some specific words and yeah, just talk about a few different things that maybe you've never heard of before. I just like to share. So the words that resonate with me and of course, with anything, you know, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. Um, Feel free to, you know, if you have a different opinion, you know, follow me on Instagram you know, comment on a post or tag me in something. I'd love to hear from you. Inbox me if you'd like. But this is really, you know, the things that I'm going over with you today have really changed my perspective. You know, it's changed my outlook on how I'm living and how I'm speaking. You know, we've spoken about this on the podcast so many times that everything is frequency you know our words are frequency so the way that we think the words that we put out into the universe there is power attached to them so reframing and just 
empowering yourself to to really get clear to really have clarity speak clearly so that people can hear you and hear others maybe you'll hear you know what's you know that saying like written between the lines like maybe you'll really get a grasp on what others are trying to communicate with you so in the law of attraction what we say out loud and the thoughts that we think impact when we manifest and it impacts our vibrational frequency so this podcast really aims to bring your attention to this and try some alternatives so specifically um, there's certain words that have been brought to my attention and I've just kind of reframed it and flipped it to something else so one thing that I used to say all the time and I used to go through this with my clients when I worked in mental health was when people say the word should I feel like the word should can have some really negative feelings attached to it Because when we say, I should do this, or I shouldn't feel this way, like there's a a level of guilt attached to that. So what I've always said to people when I hear people say should, I say, how about you try the word could instead? You know, could you or do you want to, you know? Do you want to do that thing or could you? Could you do it? Is that a possibility? Should makes it feel like there's no choice, whereas could really reframes that into creating the possibility. I could do that or I couldn't because I don't want to. (laughs) Another word that I sort of reframed that's you know sort of come to my attention from different things that I've read Um, this is very true in like yoga texts and that sort of thing so in spirituality we often hear this word balance we got to find balance like how can we bring more balance into our life work life balance you know Whereas what I've come to learn about the word balance, so balance obviously implies that there's equal parts on both sides. You know, there's two things like that work life, um, work life or life life. You know, there's two things and you want to have balance. You want to have equal parts on both sides. What I've felt into is actually the word harmony in replacement of balance. And I feel like with the word harmony, we, again, there's this, it releases some pressure on that things have to be equal. Harmony feels to me like there's a sense of peace around a situation um, and the different aspects of your life are getting exactly the right amount of attention that they need. So rather than being like, okay, I've spent this much time doing work, I've spent this much time exercising, I've spent this much time with my kids or whatever, really sit into how you feel about everything. Do you feel like you'd like to exercise a bit more today? You know, do you feel like maybe the kids need a bit more attention today and work stuff is just going to have to wait till tomorrow? That is harmony. It's releasing that battle 
between achieving balance and having to achieve everything and having to achieve it all. Just finding some harmony, some peace with the different aspects of your life. So also reframing your language into more positively charged words. So going back to that law of attraction and manifesting, you know, our words are vibrational frequency. And this sort of goes into that neuro-linguistic reprogramming um, with, with how, like what we say manifests, Okay. So something that uh, Julianne, who's been brought onto the podcast before, you might remember her, she's the detox specialist. She brought this one to my attention and I used to say in the podcast, don't forget to follow me or don't, um, you know, don't forget this. And she mentioned to me, she's like, when you say don't forget, we don't usually hear the word don't and the, like the law of attraction doesn't hear the word don't it just hears the word forget so instead of saying don't forget say remember because we're going to remember when we say remember you know like when we say to someone oh I can't forget this you're going to forget it because you just put that out there to the universe like I need to remember to do this And we're more likely to remember because that's implanted in our brain is that word remember rather than forget. It's like, okay, I need to forget. (laughs) So really looking at your language and looking at, you know, like even when we talk to our kids, when we're saying, don't do that. Instead, we want to reframe that to something more positively charged and redirect them to what we do want them to do. You know, instead of playing with that power cord, can you come over here and let's do a puzzle together? You know, just just really reframing it, because especially with kids. And um, a friend of mine often shares these wonderful little um, like tidbits on how to speak to kids because this is definitely really really essential to kids because if we're constantly bombarding them with negatively charged words then they're going to feel very negative very anxious you know we've got to give them what we want for them we want them to have a more positive experience especially with us like we don't want them to think of us as this parent that constantly said no or don't instead we want to be you know filled with memories of of positive experiences and i'm you know not saying that we're all perfect like i'm i know that i definitely um don't always stick to this but i know that when i do there's there's definitely a it feels it feels different it feels good I feel like I'm more in control and I'm more conscious and that's a big thing that I want to bring throughout this podcast and throughout the work that I'm doing is not just raising consciousness but becoming more conscious because if we're not conscious of our words then what are we conscious of you know any way in our life that we can be more conscious is going to be more beneficial that is going to raise our consciousness okay becoming conscious 
Let's just stick to that so far. I think humanity has a whole lot going on for it, especially if we can't even freaking communicate effectively yet. Like, let's work on that, right? Another word that I do believe um, doesn't even need to be in the English language anymore, we could probably just take it out, is the word try. I'm going to channel Yoda here with a quote, do or do not there is no try so this is oh i can't even remember is it episode three when luke is learning yeah it is um luke is learning how to be a jedi and he's doing his jedi training with yoda and he's like i'm trying i'm trying this and trying that and yoda brings out that freaking gold quote right there (laughs) do or do not there is no try You either are or you're not. (laughs) So just because we're doing something may not mean necessarily that it's working or it's going to work straight away, but you're still doing it. Okay, so listen to yourself every time you use that word try. Okay, oh, I'm trying to get this qualification or I'm... I'm trying to eat better. It's like either you are or you're not, honey. So when we take out that word try, again, we're empowering ourselves. Because when we use the word try, it's it's almost like we're setting ourselves up for failure or we're leaving room for it to not work. Okay? So if you take out the word try, you empower yourself, you stand strong, and you say, I am wanting to eat better, but I haven't today. Okay, it's not hard. Just admit to what you're doing. Take some responsibility there. I am getting my yoga teacher qualifications. It's just taking me a little while. Okay, we're just really clear on exactly what's going on there. So another thing that I wanted to mention is, and I know that I've done plenty of episodes on landmark, but there's a few landmark distinctions and I have shared in previous episodes, but, you know, landmark is just, is really profound in terms of language because that's what it does. Landmark is giving you a new language They're called landmark distinctions rather than definitions, but really they've they've reframed particular words. They've given new definitions to particular words that we use every day. And when you turn it into landmark language, it seems to work a lot better. So obviously it's tricky to use this language with people that haven't done landmark because, you know, and I've definitely check out those previous episodes that I've done if this is something that that interests you if you haven't already listened to those episodes around landmark but you like I said the communication the the words that we're using aren't effective and they suddenly become effective when we reframe it into something completely different because communication breakdown is one of the biggest issues within all of our relationships. Communications like one of the three pillars of relationships along with honesty and trust. And what Landmark does, like with those other examples that I've already used, is 
you are able to be more honest in the way that you communicate. Okay, it's teaching you where you're being inauthentic. Because if there's a problem in your life, it is because of your inauthenticity. And when you take responsibility for that and you create a new possibility, then suddenly your world starts to change, your relationships start to change. Now, this is why I believe that Landmark has incorporated neuro-linguistic programming. Now, I spoke to Erin Miller on episode 16. If you haven't listened to that one, check that one out. But she is a neuro-linguistic practitioner and she described this as the language of the mind. So more specifically, it's the subconscious mind. It's our deeper consciousness and that controls our reality. So Erin spoke about neuro-linguistic programming Um, how it focuses on on things that has happened. So the way that she uses NLP is she does this timelining um, practice and it focuses on things that have happened in our life, in our past, and how we can recognize the trapped emotions from these experiences. So Landmark calls these stories. It's the things that we have. So when, when things happen in our life, We make it mean something and that's a story. So this is very similar to the NLP. So then, so when Erin does this with her coaching, you know, she goes through these past experiences and then she'll ask, you know, what did we make these experience mean? And this can be an incredibly, incredibly profound and transformational experience is when you go through everything that has happened in your life, all of those bad experiences, and when you recognize what did you make that mean? So when you go through the breakups, like when people have cheated on you or when you didn't get the job that you wanted or when you didn't pass this uh, course that you were studying, like all of these different things, we make them mean something and they don't have to. So when we release that, we're released from that story that we're creating or that we've created and we can create a new story. So we can create a new possibility, a new way of living So just recognizing how we remember things, how we talk about things. So now when I talk about when, you know, like my past, I talk about what happened. My stories, like my, you know, my reflections from my past aren't filled with story anymore. I'm not. I'm not talking about how I was abandoned and how this happened to me and how I was a victim and this and that. It's like, no, I'm, I say, this is what happened. And that's it. You know, we can make things mean so many things. But when we use that to our detriment, who is that helping? Like, that's not beneficial for our lives. So going back to NLP and Landmark... You know, it's reframing your language. So they both help us to recognize the patterns in our lives that limit us, the experiences from the past that impact our future. So Landmark breaks down every word so that you fully understand their distinctions. It's a distinction rather than definition. 
Now, the tricky thing about Landmark is that it does work a lot better when you are speaking to someone that has the same language of, as you. So, you know, I, as I've mentioned, check out that episode on Landmark. I highly, highly recommend everyone to do Landmark. Everyone would get so much from it. And then Landmark, you know, they want you to, to bring in the other people in your life because the more people that we have that aren't basing their future like their future choices or their future decisions because that's another landmark distinction is between decisions and choices if you don't have landmark then you're probably going around making decisions and once you get landmark then you learn that you can make choices okay these are these are very distinct distinctions okay but you want everyone to release their past to stop making future decisions based on past experiences you want to be able to step into your true authentic self you know you want to be able to take responsibility and see how freeing life really is when you take that responsibility it's really really profound So, of course, you're going to want to share, you know, how to communicate more effectively to all the people around you. And this landmark can be done in every every country, every language. So wherever you're listening to this podcast around the world, um, check out Landmark. I'll put it in the show notes as well. While we are talking about health and detox, I want to share with you Julianne Bremner from Daughter Raw's Detox Program. Now, Julianne is incredible. I had her on episode 18, so check out that one for more information. Julianne is a certified detox specialist, and she has created an incredible detox program that I have gone through myself, and it has changed my life, honestly. I am vegan, I'm a passionate vegan, and so is Julianne, and she turns veganism and eating well into such a simplified process. I just feel amazing after going through her detox program. It was incredibly supportive. She gives you so much information. It was so incredibly informative. If you would like to learn more about Julianne's detox program, check out her links in the show notes, Daughter Raw. Get in contact with her to join her next program. Another thing that I wanted to mention is this thing called nonviolent communication. It was created, I believe, by Marshall Rosenberg, and I'm going to link in his YouTube channel. Uh, this one video in particular that I watched, it is three hours long, but honestly, so, so worthwhile, especially if you're having really intense um, conversations within your relationship that you can't, you can't seem to resolve. So this is another style of communication that, again, releases the story and um, like really emotive language when we're trying to communicate our needs in particular with the people in our our life. So Marshall Rosenberg talks about teaching people how to naturally give. So it's all about how to give and receive. So 
which as a society, I do believe that we've really lost this ability to give and receive, to connect and speak with nonviolence. Okay, so we live in a tit-for-tat society. We keep score. We do all of these things and it's a power struggle. And with this nonviolent communication, you know, Marshall talks about how we play games with people, you know, who is right, who's wrong, like we're always trying to come on top. And when you use this incredible way to resolve conflict by using this nonviolent communication to describe how you are feeling and what your needs are, that doesn't hurt or cause pain. So this is a way to express your needs in a way that people will hear you and not create the opportunity to make it about them. Because that's what we do often, especially in long-term relationships. You know, someone wants to express a need, like I need space or I need attention. And the way that we describe that need is usually you know this is kind of using your i statements i'm sure most people are really like connected with that so it's using your i statements rather than saying you don't give me enough space you know you you don't give me enough attention you do this you do that and when you do these things i feel hurt like how many times do we say that how many times do you go around saying that people have hurt you because of what they're doing or what they haven't done you know it's really so when you you turn your communication into a way that doesn't need to be about hurt and pain but you're able to express how you're feeling and you're able to express your needs again people listen to you okay so it's it's and they, they won't turn it around and make it about them because that's another thing that we do. We're quite a, nice, a narcissistic society in lots of ways. We're constantly making everything about us. This goes back into the ego. When you, when you watch these videos of nonviolent communication, Marshall gives you all these different activities and they give you a formula with all of these different things, whether it be landmark, nonviolent communication, Um, NLP there's a formula to use okay so whichever one you're feeling drawn to I like to try everything I like to do it all but there may be just one that you're feeling really drawn to and and yeah especially if if you're finding that a lot of your communication is really like playing games and you know you're wanting to express yourself but then the other person really makes it about them and they're just not hearing you, then nonviolent communication is definitely the way to go for that. Um, Like I said, the video in particular that I watched is three hours long, but so worthwhile. Like watch it in increments and do the activities, okay? So always do the activities and start, you know, incorporating it into your life. Like start practicing these techniques. But ultimately, nonviolent communication is all about the language that we're currently using to express ourselves cuts us off from life and creates violence. So if you are finding that in your life, then definitely check out nonviolent communication. Now, the last thing that I wanted to mention was 
looking at the wounded feminine and the wounded masculine. Now, it was Crystal Hill that she does a particular workshop. Um, I'll have to message her and get clearer details. I might have a direct link for you guys if you would like to take this workshop. Again, it may be an hour or two, but I found this to be really, really profound. Okay, so using this technique is in situations very much around uh, romantic relationships and even with yourself, like, you know, looking at, you know, what what wounded aspect is coming up for you when you're feeling triggered, okay? So this is when we're feeling triggered by what someone is has said or done to us or whatever in, in experiences that we have. So looking at who is coming through, is it your wounded feminine or your, your wounded masculine? And Crystal teaches you exactly what the wounded feminine looks like, what the divine feminine looks like what the wounded masculine looks like and what the divine masculine looks like. And we have both parts of, of those aspects of ourselves. We're connected to both of them. And because of our past experiences, we can, you know, these things trigger us for a reason. And they trigger us because there's a wounded aspect of ourself that wants to be healed, so being triggered is very important. We've spoken about this before on the podcast. And if you are feeling triggered, there's absolute gold in that. So when there, when there are situations that are coming up and somebody else's actions have upset you in some way, you're feeling very strong emotions, looking at, you know, is this my wounded feminine that's coming through? So some examples, and honestly, I found that this work was really great in particular when I was doing um, some relationship communication stuff around exploring polyamory. And I know that I haven't really explored this much on the podcast yet, and I definitely aim to. There's so many topics that I want to cover on this podcast. So if that's something that you're interested in, then definitely keep following for more more resources and information around that but in particular this workshop really helped with that because when there was jealousy that came up um you know looking at is that jealousy living in the wounded feminine or the wounded masculine you know so looking at the wounded feminine is probably going to come across as very needy um you know the wounded feminine wants attention the wounded feminine can be very emotional, um, you know, can be very upsetting and that sort of thing. So when when jealousy comes up and there's a reaction of neediness, um, then that's that's probably the wounded feminine coming through that needs to be healed. And the powerful thing from this workshop is that you have the power of that self awareness. And also Crystal does this embodiment practice within this um, wounded feminine and masculine workshop. So moving your body. So like when you feel that trigger, it's like, okay, I'm feeling triggered and start moving your body and start shaking or dancing or, you know, like just whatever like way that you can safely move your body while you're being triggered um, and recognizing that wounded aspect of you. So the wounded masculine is going to look like aggression. 
the wounded masculine is going to look like they want to take the power they want to they want to come out on top you know they want to take action they want something done now you know like so you know really really looking at and like I said I'm not the expert on this definitely check out Crystal Hill's workshop I'm gonna like link all of this stuff in the show notes but yeah I found this this way very very helpful especially in dealing with my romantic relationship whilst exploring polyamory and especially triggers you know when you're being triggered in a relationship breakups you know this is a really great thing to work through within yourself or within a partner um when you when you're going through difficult emotions right there and then when you're being triggered right there and then all all of these techniques are all aimed at empowering you okay another resource that i do want to mention just very briefly is the book called conscious loving so within this book there's different communication techniques different ways that you can recognize that um you know just becoming more conscious in your relationships so that's another really good book i'm going to link that one in the show notes as well but i really hope you got something out of this episode check out these different resources that i'm offering if communication feels like it's an issue for you you know and even if you just want to do these things for yourself you know you don't have to force anyone in your life to do anything you want to be the light them yourself you know if if they see how well you are doing and how happy you are becoming then they are going to want that for themselves so you do your work first stay in your lane i know that can be a hard one for some people but stay in your own lane you know if this is coming up for you then it's coming up for you okay empower yourself take some responsibility to why these issues are coming up and where you may be part of it okay educate yourself and learn some new skills what's the harm in that right can only make the world a better place really but i do really hope that you enjoyed this episode you took something profound from it and it helps you in your journey in any way we're releasing episodes every friday again so be sure to be following this podcast on whatever podcasting site you're listening to whether it's spotify apple Podcasts, or google we're going to have the podcast onto my youtube channel soon so go over there and follow pixie rose on youtubes in case you'd prefer to listen over there and remember even if your wings have been clipped off they can always regrow